Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Quarantining day five here on Jordan Silver and Friends and Buzz Family. If you are not outside, don't worry, you're not missing anything. It is so cold. It's freezing. Hold up, back the train up right now. It is not that cold. Yeah, it is. Yes, it is. It's like 50 degrees outside. No, no. Casey agrees with me. 39. It is. Oh, my God. Look at the nine, and yesterday it was like 70. No, yesterday it was 700. Oh. It no, was no. disgusting. It was yesterday. beautiful outside. Mm-hmm. You're insane. No, it was nice. No, it I've was had gr- the windows open and everything. Oh, you let that muggy wetness into your into your home? I yeah. sat outside, drank a beer, played with my dogs outside. Yeah, it was great. And then this morning, I did not want to come outside. No. Mm-mm. Horrible. No. This morning feels great. And it's windy. Yes. Oh. Yes, No, it, is. it was so beautiful this morning. My wife helped me take out the trash and recycling. <laughs> Why are you <laughs> making your wife do that? Because she was up with me. I think I know why it's so cold, though. Why? You know when hippie people are like, you know, we're screwing up Mother Earth. Mother Earth is pissed. Yeah. Well, coronavirus lasts in the cold, and now it's 30 degrees outside. Like, we really did so. What did we do? What did we do? We did something. We did something. Hmm. I blame Stacy. Yeah, it's Stacy's fault. Jordan Silver and Friends. Six to nine on 96.5 The Buzz. Well, Christopher over here, while we are all in quarantining, is rubbing shoulders with the rich and famous. Just a little bit. Yeah, tell everybody what's going on. Well, he uh, yesterday while I was home quarantining myself, there was an Instagram story live from Eric Stone Street. So I decided to join that. Then I decided to tell him that, hey, 96.5 The Buzz is checking into your feed there. He gave us a little shout out. Miami in the house, Finland. Hey, 96.5 The Buzz. 96.5 The Buzz. Is that Kansas City? What do they put? 96.5 The Buzz. Aw. Nice. Look at you get us a shout out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. He did sound like he didn't know who we were, though. (laughs) (laughs) Three. Music. World. Local. And unofficial holidays. We're 
digging deep into history. Because we're all a bunch of nerds. And bringing you on This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends. Hate this show. You do? Yeah, it was my least favorite shows of all time. It's it's all right. Who even watched this show? A lot of people. A lot of people. (laughs) Chris, tell them what we're talking about. On this day in 2015, the series finale of Glee aired. So I found a, a buzz band that they chose to cover. It just sounds too, like way too much auto-tune. Right. That's my problem with the show. All of a sudden, they're sitting there in class, then they Ugh. burst out into song, and there's reverb on their voice and auto-tune. So awful. Ugh. On that same day in 2015, a solar eclipse, an equinox, and a supermoon all occur on the same day. We could do some of that luck today. <laughs> on this day in 2012, a record you don't ever want to have, the biggest loss in cinema history, Disney's John Carter loses $200 million. And I think I found out the reason why. Although I love the song that they chose, it does not fit for what the movie is. You are John Carter of Earth? Yes, ma'am. It just ruined everything. What the hell is John Carter about? I don't even remember this. Is anybody? No, I, I have like... no idea, but my conclusion is that it's some person from Earth. Earth is no longer around, apparently, and he goes to this other land, and he's some strong superhuman that can kill the evil on this other planet. It, it's so dumb. That so, sounds lame. This is the story of what's going to happen at the very end of this coronavirus thing. I mean, Disney lost $200 million off that, and none of us even remember the movie. That's Disney right there. They lost $200 million and didn't bat an eye. They're like, yeah, that's all right. Except for we all know the lyrics to Frozen, the theme from Frozen, so they got it back. It's true. On this day in 2009, a quirky garden store, Fountains of Wayne, closes after more than 40 years in business. Oh, man. That's like three and a half more years... Uh, popularity than the actual Fountains of Wayne band. You cannot talk smack about Fountains of Wayne. They had one song that oh, was on the charts for 17 don't weeks. That. that is the extent of their musical history. I completely agree with you personally, but <laughs> as the leader of this show, people have been in quarantine for five days. Now they're going to come here and burn this whole place to the ground. If you say anything bad about Fountains of Wayne, why do you love Fountains of Wayne so much, BuzzFam? <sighs> don't get it. Ugh. That band ruined my freshman year. Oh yeah, Stacy's mom. Ugh. Stupid Fountains of Wayne. On this day in 2008, Rolling Stone magazine endorses Barack Obama. And on this day in 1997, the maker of Chesterfield cigarettes settled its lawsuits and agrees to put a warning label on them. Here's what happened right after those judged. I feel so badly that many people who over the years decided to smoke based upon the lies of the tobacco industry, you kind of wonder if they would have it, if they would have had the truth then, they may very well have decided not to smoke. No, they wouldn't. No. No, they wouldn't. They would have kept smoking. Nine out of ten doctors smoke Chesterfield (laughs) cigarettes. On this day in 1996, Eric and Lyle Menendez were found guilty of murdering their parents... Here's a, his phone call from prison. My name is Lyle Menendez. I've been in prison for 26 years. 
He also had a cell for a while next to O.J. Simpson Ooh. when all that stuff was going on. This, to me, is one of those misconstrued cases, kind of like the Michelle Carter one, because their father was molesting the hell out of them. And like, so much mental abuse. Yeah. And so eventually, after an entire 18 years of all of that, yep. they went crazy. They got fed up and decided to take matters into their own hands. Yeah. How do you know that? You watch True Crime? I, I know about the Menendez brothers. She knows things. I know stuff. Good for you. Thanks. Yeah. Watch a documentary on that. It's very different than the media made it out you, to yeah, be. Yeah. Very much so. On this day in 1993, two children are killed in a bombing in England, inspiring this song. Okay. For this song, I decided it is the song that we all love to hate, but it is them playing the song when they're driving by really quickly in a car. That's the only way that I could feel to play that on here. Playing with the pan and the headphones. Nice job, Chris. Oh my God, look at you. That's amazing. You're an expert at audio now. Shall we do that one more time? Yes, Yes, please. please. (laughs) Gotta wave to them as they pass by. It's the only way that we would ever request hearing that song twice on this show. On this day in 1992, Janice Pennington wins $1.3 million after a camera hits her. She falls off stage while filming The Price is Right. Uh, I think Bob's losing it. (laughs) And let me pause for a moment to remind you, the lovely Janice Pennington has been with us for all the 24 years on CBS. Yes, 25 fun years. That's right. And she was beautiful 24 years ago, but I think she's even lovelier tonight. He can't even take cues when she corrects him. Of course. It was all about him. Of course. She is the longest-running model on The Price is Right. Mm-hmm. She was the one that would hand him the microphone at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Even after this thing happened, she still continued to model for the show for 18 more years. But the surgery that she had after the camera fell on her head left her with scars <laughs> and one shoulder shorter than the other, so she couldn't wear swimsuits on the show anymore. What? Chris, you're going to hell. Uh, that's not Can't laugh funny. at that. Oh, my. Um, yeah, that's the reason that I don't wear swimsuits uh-huh. on this show, too, because of my shoulders. Mm-hmm. On this day in 1984, the U.S. Senate rejected an amendment to permit spoken prayer in public sp- school. And on this day in 1982... This song goes to number one for seven weeks. I love the movie, The Runaways, because it was so hot. Remember when a song cost a dime? No. Shut up, 22 year old. (laughs) On this day in 1968, this is what I was mentioning before the break. LBJ. Lyndon B. Johnson signs a bill removing the gold backing from U.S. paper money, which means the U.S. can print all the money that they want with no backing, and it destroys the wealth and takes all of it from us. But I've heard rumors that were there's some undercover things going on that might lead us back to the gold standard soon. You're like the king of conspiracy theories and rumors. My sources go deep. Oh, my God. <laughs> so deep it put her at. Wow. No. On this day Wait. in 1934, American, all around, 
female super athlete Mildred Ella Babe Diedrichson pitches a hitless inner for <laughs> Philadelphia's A's against Brooklyn Dodgers. I'm sure that she gave herself that nickname too. Babe? Yeah. No, I'm sure it was like guys like, hey, babe, 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 give me my cigarettes. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, looked her up because I just wanted to see, you know, this super athlete. I'd never really heard of her. But as I'm researching her, one site said, oh, she was married to this professional wrestler for her entire life. Another site said, oh, meanwhile, she had a lesbian lover the entire time. Just because she played baseball? (laughs) Not every baseball slash softball player that's a female is a lesbian. Just when, most of them. When I did my research yesterday and was watching my videos and watching her excel in the sports and being so good, and then they talked about uh, her getting married, my first thought was, yeah, that's a lavender wedding marriage. <laughs> Listen, not all female baseball or softball players are lesbians. No, but this one definitely was. <laughs> we, we, yeah, we, we were. We are. We Every are. single one of them. <laughs> Every single one of them. <laughs> On this day in 1930, bless his heart, Colonel Harlan Sanders starts his first KFC. Here's uh, his his secret. I know you're taking certain seasonings for sausage, certain seasonings for dressings. So that's where I developed my chicken recipe. Certain seasonings. That's all it takes. Has he always been 900 years old? Yes. Yes. (laughs) Even when Reba McIntyre played him. (laughs) Oh, Reba! You remember that? Yeah. I do. She played such a good role of Colonel Sanders. You just love her. I do. Oh, Tremors. Mm. What? The movie Tremors? Oh, I thought that was a song. <laughs> I found that a weird Reba McIntyre song. Tremors. I got not, them tremors when you ball, kid. You know, it's Tremors. Her R, you know. Oh, yeah. Stacy, I knew you'd have a seat next to him in hell. There you go. That's it. <laughs> On this day in 1865. A kidnapping attempt on President Lincoln is ruined when Lincoln changes his plans and doesn't go where the kidnappers thinks he's going to be. And the kidnapper ends up shooting the president in the head in the theater a few weeks later. It was John Wilkes Booth. <laughs> that was a great explanation of that. Yeah, he wasn't kidnapped, but was shot. It was a couple weeks later. Shot Just in the head in the theater. Mm-hmm. We could have dumbed that down a little bit. Shot the head. <clears throat> John Wilkes Booth is to blame. You give. Okay. (laughs) Unofficial holidays. Please, Chris, move on, please. Won't you be my neighbor day? This, of course, is Mr. Rogers' birthday, so we are encouraging everybody to be extra nice and stay away from their neighbors. Also, (laughs) remember that that was the nickname, childhood nickname, that Christopher gave. Oh, his his thing. (laughs) (laughs) Ew. Does your wife call it? <laughs> it is also Are world... you going to let your daughter watch Mr. Stop Rogers? Stop it! <laughs> it is World Storytelling Day. Started in 1991 to celebrate oral storytelling. Mm. Christopher. Crickaper. Minders. That's what his mom calls him. Crickaper. It is also... I had to check to make sure this wasn't just established this week. It is Introverts Week. No way. What? I'm not even joking. Like an action that's been a thing? That's been, it wasn't established this year. It has been a thing for several years. It is Introverts Week, so we must celebrate by being in social isolation. That sounds right that it's we announced it on Friday, the end of the week. I just hope it's the end of it regardless. Well, I didn't want to bring too much attention because we're all completely isolated right. and alone. So I thought Friday would be the best day to tell everybody. In history, it's Introverts Week this yes. week. Yes, yes. 
I think that was planned some back in the Egyptian days. You know, I don't really agree with most of your conspiracy theories, but that does fit in a little, like, too much Mm -hmm. that this is when all this stuff happens. So, buy random stuff on Amazon? Switch from Netflix high definition to standard streaming to save the world. Ah, that's coming up with the news. Yeah. You never know when that info will come in handy. Like maybe for your pub quiz night. That was On This Day in History with Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Jordan Silver and Friends News on 96.5 The Buzz. Cliff Trip is no longer offering fresh pastries or any roller grill food due to COVID-19. The temporary discontinuation includes hot dogs, taquitos, and donuts. And the change will remain in effect until further notice. Walmart announced yesterday that it will be giving cash bonuses to hourly workers and will hire an additional 150,000 people. The bonuses will be $300 for full-time hourly workers and $150 for part-time. All 555 school districts in Missouri are now voluntarily closed due to the coronavirus outbreak. Unlike Kansas, these schools were not forced to close. However, the length of each district's closure varies. And if you're not sure how to help out during this pandemic, the least you can do is switch from high definition to standard definition while streaming Netflix. It will reduce the bandwidth and free up internet space during this worldwide surge in internet browsing during the quarantine. And Sharice Davids is calling in at 825 to talk about the coronavirus. If you have any questions to ask her, text us at 96500. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. Jordan Silver on the bus. Welcome to Silly Brackets here on Jordan Silver and Friends. So the way this goes is the first 16 texts will get on the bracket when we give you something that we want you to give us suggestions for. The first 16 texts that come into 96500 get on the bracket. We'll decide the first round, and then everyone gets to argue something for the next round. So the way this is going to go is each person is going to go up against someone else and argue. Today the topic is the best color, and you have 15 seconds. I will decide which one moves on from those two arguments, and we'll see what is the best color. Best color. Yes, we're doing best color. Want to know why? Because it's a quarantine, and everyone's gone crazy, and we're at this point now. (laughs) So the first matchup is Chris versus Stacy, and Chris is going to be representing green, and Stacy is going to be representing black. Right. Chris. Yes. Are you ready? Yep. Okay. Give me your argument why green is better now. Green is the most abundant and life-fulfilling color on the planet. The grass is green. The trees are green. The leaves are green. It is one of the most beautiful and life-fulfilling colors on the on the earth. Oh, with, with time to spare. Yeah. With time to spare. Okay. Oh, that's not the right sound. Okay, oh. cool. All right. Stacy, shut up, phone. Give me... Give me uh, <laughs> 15 seconds. Why black is better than green? It is. Can I go now? Mm-hmm. It's versatile. It is. It stands for power, fear, mystery, death, evil, and aggression. What more do you need? Green can suck my... Whoa. Hmm. And she said that with three seconds left. I am going to go with Stacy and black. Just no! because It's life versus death, and that's where we're at right now. Uh. All right. The next matchup is Chris versus Dustin. Chris is going to be representing Amber, and Dustin is going to be representing Teal. Chris, are you ready to give us some Amber okay, yeah. facts? Go. 
First, it is the color of our energy, <laughs> and millions of things from past, back in the day were solidified in amber. So it's a beautiful, just golden brown hue of just pure honey sweetness. Ooh, Dustin, that is going to be hard to beat. Wow. Stop it. Why is this not? Oh, my God, I've got my tones. Okay, maybe that shouldn't be. Why do you have that? <laughs> what Don't just ask. happened? Don't ask. Okay. Okay. Oh, good. I just needed something to do that with. Okay, so amber is the color of your energy. Teal, Dustin, give us. An, why is teal a better color? Go. In Chris's compelling argument about green, now we can take green, we combine it with a, more, a much more superior color of blue, and then we have teal. Also, Stacy's hair dyed teal. Also, Jordan's hair was dyed teal. All right. Boom, teal. Cool. So Amber wins that round. <laughs> totally. Also, incorrect, it was blue, not teal. Well, when you start to wash it. That's true. That's fair. The color starts to fade. All right. We've got another Chris versus Dustin. Mm. Chris will be representing Chartreuse, and Dustin will be representing Candy Red. Chris, are you ready? Yes. 15 seconds. We are doing silly brackets, and you guys are trying to fight to pick the best color. That's where we're at right now, Buzz family. Ready, Chris? Yes. Tell us about Chartreuse. Chartreuse is 50% yellow, 50% green, and is the most visible color on the spectrum. A lot of times, fire trucks will be Chartreuse, so people can see them coming down the road, so Chartreuse should be the winner of this segment. All right. Everybody, you don't even need, you need 12 seconds is what I've realized. Dustin, tell us why candy red is the best color. Go. There's an entire generation of people that use candy red to paint their cars. Think about chartreuse. You could go to eight out of 10 Americans and ask them what chartreuse is. They're not going to know what it is. Come on now, Chris. It's a losing color. You're in a losing fight right now. Oh, I'm with Dustin. No, I apologize. are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding you. Now you go against Stacy, who has been just sitting here and playing with her butt. <laughs> um, as always. <laughs> Stacy. Yes. You are going to represent sparkles. And Dustin, you are going to represent silver. We are doing silly brackets. Best color. And Stacy, you're going to start. Not that I need to even defend Sparkle, but with it, you get confetti, gel pins, snow, fairy dust, stars, nail polish, and it makes you damn fabulous. Sparkle wins. All right. Dustin, as this is my last name, please defend it with honor. Please defend silver right now. Sparkle is not even a color, so let's start there. (laughs) Secondly, silver. We are on a show branded Jordan Silver and Friends. It is the clear winner of this debate. I don't even need the extra time. I swear to God, Jordan, don't make the right decision. Make the right decision. I'll tell you which one it is after this. Follow the show. Instagram.com slash Jordan Silver. Jordan with an I. We are doing something called Silly Brackets here on Jordan Silver and Friends. And uh, we gave you a topic a little bit earlier. The first 16 texts got on the bracket. And then we decide from there and argue each of the things until we get down to one to find one supreme winner. And that will be. The best color today. Yes. Best color. That's what we're having you debate. This is the first day. We're first trying it. Um, So far, the last four that we have left are black, which Stacy will be representing, versus amber, Chris will be representing. And then the second debate, candy red, which Dustin will represent, and sparkles, which Stacy Moody will represent. Everybody's got 15 seconds to give me your argument, and then we will decide... Stacey Moody. I am so ready. Are you ready? All right. You're going to argue black. This is going against Amber. Stacey, go. All the powerful animals are black. You got jaguars, pumas, zebras, pugs, and penguins. What turd animal is it? Is Amber? 
None, because you suck. Uh. And she has time to go. All right, okay. Christopher, please argue. Amber, ready, set, go. When you smoke and fill your room with that stench of thickness, it develops a huge and beautiful amber-colored hue on all of your white, which makes everything the best. Are you talking about the walls and like a smoker's home? Yeah. I was about to. Okay. Can I just point out? He used the word thickness. What did you say? Amber. I choose amber. Yes. All right. Are you kidding? No. He's right. It reminds me of my home because my parents smoked while in the house and everything was so gross when we took it off the wall. Mm -hmm. Uh, Okay. Our next debate is Candy Red by Dustin and Stacy with Sparkles. Dustin, are you ready? Oh, yeah. Go. Things that are candy red. Airlines use them. Automobiles use them. Trains use them. And also, this wall is going to be candy red when I kill Stacy and cover her blood all over this wall. Boom! Roasted! Damn! You guys don't even need 15 seconds. All right, we're killing Stacy Moody with the color candy red. Stacy, defend sparkles. Go. Um, you know what sparkles? Eyes. Diamonds. Not yours. D- Diamonds <laughs> and all the, like, really expensive stuff. From Diamonds Direct? She just gave him the finger, and that is how you're going to end your, your debate. Yeah, I can't throw. I'm, I'm going to throw this Purell at you. Don't waste the Purell. Um, well, that's going to be a tough one, Chris. What do you think? Diamonds, Chris. I do like Expensive. the sparkle of diamonds. I do, too. All right. Boom! Well, now we found the last two debaters. Dustin, you are out, so you uh, can help me over awesome. here with Sweet. this. Chris what wins. is the best color? This is Silly Brackets, and we have Amber. Defended by Chris, and Stacy is defending Sparkles. Ready? Damn right. Yeah, 15 seconds. Oh, God. Supreme color. Chris, you're going to go first, because okay. ladies first. Ready? Go. What else in the world can preserve DNA for millions and billions of years for us to go in and extract it to build dinosaurs that will kill us all? Amber. Are you reading a sentence that you're supposed to type to find out how many words per minute you can type? Um, although I loved that, though. Stacey Moody. Sparkles. Here we go. Final final debate. Go. Um, if you swallow glitter, it will kill you. That's it. <laughs> Why did we do that? So, so powerful, it can kill you. Bus family, text us who you think had the best, the best one, 96500. Jordan Silver on the bus. All right, this is our first attempt right here at something called Silly Brackets here on Jordan Silver and Friends. We give you a topic, you text in the answers, and then we debate your answers slash choices. Until we get down to two, then you vote. Today on Silly Brackets, everyone debated best color. Yes, that's what we're doing here because, you know the quarantine um and the two final colors amber which was debated by chris and sparkles debated by stacy you texted in and voted during the commercials and the winner is sparkles wait a minute i would just like to say stacy the text line is very adamant um always say sparkles my favorite color don't get it twisted because my vote isn't for Stacy having Ugh. any debate skills whatsoever. And she totally underplayed how amazing sparkles are. So Rude. You you really won, <laughs> but you, you didn't win. The color won. You just got lucky and Jordan gave you sparkles. Dustin, are you upset that you didn't even make it to the finals? 
A little bit. I had a lot of money riding on this. Damn, are you still betting on that stuff? Yeah. yeah. All right, Buzz family, coming up right after this Beck song, we are going to do something that we've never done before. We are going to read fan fiction in the form of a play. It's Titanic fan fiction. My friend found it while she was in quarantine. She wrote it when she was 11 years old. I added a couple little things to to spice it up a little bit. And uh, we are going to read what happens when someone takes the liberty of the story of Titanic and Rose has premonitions that the iceberg is going to hit. Oh, my. That's all coming up. Jordan Silver and Friends from 6 to 9 on The Buzz. Welcome to Jordan Silver and Friends Masterpiece Theater. This quarantine has people doing some serious cleaning, and one of my friends found Titanic fan fiction that she wrote when she was 11. And of course, Chris, you and I love Titanic so much. Yes. I had to beg her to let us borrow this so we could read it on the radio. Um, I added a couple things to sparkle, but pretty much the story goes how it goes. Now, fan fiction is when uh, you take a story, and then as a fan, you write I guess whatever the hell you want. So this is fan fiction that my friend wrote uh, at 11 years old, a fan fiction about Titanic. And just so you get an idea, the story starts to divert when, from the original story, when Rose starts seeing visions. That is where my friend took liberty at 11 years old. And uh, Jack will be read by Christopher. I will be Rose. Our narrator is Dustin, and all the other stuff, Stacey Moody. Are you guys ready for JSAF Masterpiece Theater? I think we can do this. All right, let's go. Welcome to the theater. Scene one, the beginning. The setting, the Titanic. Rose is standing over the railing on the bow of the ship. Rose closed her eyes as she prepared herself to jump. Don't do it. She turned her head and saw a blonde young man about her age standing there. Stay back. Don't come any closer. Come on. Just give me your hand. Oh, they... I'll pull you back over. They would so not be doing that in 2020. They would need hand sanitizer and gloves. Stacey, we're trying to read. Can you shut up, please? Sorry. That was not your part. Sorry. (laughs) You're crazy. That's what everybody says. But with all due respect, miss, I'm not the one hanging off the back of a ship here. Come on, give me your hand. You don't want to do this. He offered his hand to her. She grabbed his hand and suddenly felt something strange. No, it wasn't that this penniless boy had rough hands or a hangnail. It was something else. She closed her eyes. Suddenly, she saw people running. They were running to try to get to lifeboats. She looked around. She was still on the Titanic. She turned around and looked for something she knew. She saw Mr. Andrews, the shipmaster. Young Rose, you need to get the lifeboat. You need to be safe. Titanic is... Oh, God. <laughs> Jamaican. <laughs> supposed to be an Irish accent, Stace. <sighs> okay. Titanic is sinking, man. <laughs> it's just Irish accent. Rose <laughs> opened her eyes and saw that she was still standing stern of the ship, holding this young man's hand. He pulled her over to the other side safely, and she was perfectly fine. She quickly sat down at the bench and tried to figure out what had just happened. Was that a daydream or a vision of the future? That's the end of scene one. Uh, There is a note from uh, the author. Hope you guys like it so far. (laughs) Review, like, and subscribe to my story. Okay, thanks. Bye. 
All right. Oh, scene two. Do I get some more parts here? <laughs> Realization. Rose decided to go find Jack and thank him for what he did yesterday. In the confusion of the, what she's calling flashes, she forgot her manners and didn't thank him correctly. She walked around the ship. Rose! Hey, Rose! Over here! Hello, Jack. Hey there, Rose. Hi. How are you today, Rose? Oh my god, are you serious? This is the most riveting conversation ever. Stacy, shut up. We're trying to read fan fiction about Titanic that my Ugh. friend wrote when she was 11. For some reason, Jack really liked being around her, which was weird, because he normally wasn't into redheads. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he didn't know her at all, he felt something between them. They started to walk around the boat deck as they talked. Well, Rose, we've walked about a mile around this boat deck, chewed about how great the weather has been how I grew up. But I reckon that's not why you came to talk to me, is it? Rose thought this sounded strangely familiar, but she didn't think much of it. Mr. Dawson, Jack. I... The name's Jack. Okay, Jack. Oh my god, how are you guys doing this? This is the, the worst dialogue. <laughs> Stacy, my friend was 11 when she wrote this. Yeah, you can tell. Relax. <laughs> we have stuff that you wrote when <laughs> was 11. Doesn't even make sense. This is at least done right. Okay. Now that sounded too familiar. Rose stopped to walking and thought for a second. Her mind seemed to go blank. <laughs> like when she tries to play along with Jeopardy on the TV. Her mind went blank. <laughs> she didn't know why it sounded so familiar. Jack, I want to thank you for what you did. A handy would be fun. <laughs> Eleven? <laughs> I'm not familiar with that term, Jack. Oh, well, that's when you put your hand on my... Suddenly, she stopped talking. She knew exactly where that was from. Ever since she got on the ship, she had been having visions. She just realized that this was the exact same thing as her vision. Her face filled with confusion. So, her visions predicted the future? What if it was a mere coincidence? Rose, you alright? You've been staring blankly at me for about five minutes and drooling. <laughs> Rose wipes the drool off her mouth. <laughs> Jack, I want to thank you for what you did. Not for just putting me back on the boat, but for your discretion. Yeah, we've talked about this before. You you went blank and started slobbering like a mastiff dog. I said a handy would be fine. <laughs> Bring it back. Suddenly, she got the feeling again. Was this another flashback, or did she have gas from the oyster she had for lunch? <laughs> After a continuous fart that lasted so long, she wished the Guinness Book of World Records was there to time her. She began to have another flashback. Oh, my God. She was in the first-class part of the ship. Everything was chaos. People were running about, trying to get to a lifeboat. There were officers trying to lower the lifeboats into the ocean. She turned around and ran inside the ship. Mr. Andrews! Mr. Andrews! What's happening, Mr. Andrews? But he could not hear her. Mr. Andrews! Oh, thank goodness I found you, Mr. Andrews. Ross! I think you're hot, too. And I would love to go down to the cargo deck and do the sweaty window slap thing with you in a 1912 Ford Model T. <laughs> Uh, that's not what I'm looking for. Um, you're way too old for me. I mean, you would treat me right, just like every girl, though. I would rather be with somebody that's hot and treats me bad. So I need to go find that scrawny poor boy. Where would the master at arms take someone under arrest? Rose was watching herself in confusion. Why would she want to know where the masters at arms would take someone under arrest at a time like this? All right. Oh. Well, <laughs> well, if you don't want to, you don't want to bang a real man... You should forget that poor boy and get to a boat right away. No. I will do this with or without your help, sir. But without will take longer. <sighs> take the elevator to the bottom 
very bottom. Go left. Down to the crewman's passage, then take a right. Suddenly, her vision started to fade away, and she was back in real life. She found herself at the dinner table. She looked around and noticed that everyone was staring at her. My God, Rose, what was that? What do you mean? You were eating dinner, and then all of a sudden you levitated from your chair, started speaking Latin, and giving us all the finger. It was kind of rude. What? Yeah, that was my sweet pea. Oh, I'm Cal now, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that was my sweet pea. She does stuff like that sometimes. It's really nice when it's in bed. It's really weird when it's in public, though. Jack and Cal fist bump. <laughs> Everyone, I'm fine. Let's continue to eat this lovely meal of Irish immigrants that the chef cooked up from third <gasps> class. Anybody ready for eyeball soup? <laughs> oh, lies. The next evening, Rose, Cal, and a group of their incredibly rich friends are getting a tour of the Titanic from its builder, Mr. Andrews. Mr. Andrews, I did the sum in my head, and with the number of lifeboats times the capacity that you mentioned, forgive me, but it seems that there are not enough lifeboats for everyone around. About half, actually. Rose, you miss nothing, do you? In fact, I put in... New type davits. Okay, that's Cal, which can take a, an extra. Oh my god, let's move too. on. Okay, but, so Mr. Andrews tells Rose that he didn't want to put more lifeboats on the. Rose nodded her head and kept walking. She missed Jack, so she decided to go look for him. She found him at the stern of the ship, smoking a crappy rolled cigarette from the olden days. Rose, what are you doing here? But I want to be with you, Jack. I want to be with you, not him. They both smiled at each other, and Jack held his hand out to Rose. She grabbed onto his hand and put herself in his arms. That is the end of that chapter. Thank God. After being total douchebags and running through the work, working part of the ship while being chased by Lovejoy, and Rose wearing a white dress but yet not getting anything on there despite the fact that she just ran through a ton of coal. I wrote that part, by the way. Jack and Rose <laughs> realize they've lost Lovejoy and safely walk into the stateroom laughing. Will this lighting do? Don't artists need good lighting? That is true, but I am not used to working in such horrible conditions. Rose looked at him and smiled. Somehow, even she had seen this movie before and knew that we were about to get to the part where you have to switch the VHS tape. But first, she went into the closet. She had been thinking about experimenting with women for a very long time after having an encounter with her best friend Gertrude in sixth grade, but decided that she was probably bisexual and should go back to Jack. She opened the safe. She gently took out her heart of the ocean to show it to Jack, to show Jack the wealth that and he could never possess unless he would go on to make such movies as The Wolf of Wall Street, The Aviator, Catch Me If You Can, The Departed, Gatsby, Shutter Island, Gangs of New York, Romeo and Juliet. Good God, this guy's been in a lot of good movies. What is it? A sapphire? A diamond. A very rare diamond called the heart of the ocean. Jack stood there in awe as he looked deeply into the diamond. I want you to draw me like your French girls. That's my part. Shut up, Stacy. <laughs> Fine. I want you to draw me like one of your French girls. I said it better. Mm -mm. Okay. Wearing this. Wearing only this. Wearing this. <laughs> Wearing only this. We all know this part, right? This is the part where she's laying on the couch. We're getting ready to lay on the couch. We're very close to the end of this, thank God. And her tatas are hanging fan out. <laughs> fan fiction written by my friend when she was 11. Titanic fan fiction. Let's go. Rose got the feeling again. 
the goddamn oysters. She knew they didn't go well with her digestive system, but she loved them anyways. After another record-breaking continuous toot, she had another vision. This time, she found herself floating in the ocean. There were people all around her, but there was an eerie silence all around. That's when she realized everyone was frozen. Rose cleared her throat and began to sing. Let it go. Let it go. Can't hold movie, it. movie, dumbass. <laughs> Move on. At that moment, Rose realized that everyone floating around her in the ocean was dead. She also realized that if she died along with them, she would miss the important and exciting events that would happen in the future. Like the Spanish flu influenza that killed half the population, or the stock market crash, or the Great Depression, or 9-11. Rose then remembered Jack, the poor boy that was kind of hot but hadn't quite peaked when they were filming this movie. <laughs> she swam around looking everywhere. Finally, she came across herself floating on a door, holding on to that door. But submerged, but submerged in the water was God. Jack. Dude, they both could have survived if she just would have moved her fat ass over a Stacey, little bit and let up. him on the Stacey. door too. Rose shut your mic off. Rose began to sing softly. Romeo, take me somewhere we can be alone. I'll be waiting. All you have to do is run. You'll be the prince and I'll Okay, Jordan, we're not going to Taylor Swift. All right. When she Ugh. sang the line, baby, just say yes. Didn't even get to that part. but She pointed at Jack. <laughs> Just like Taylor Swift did to Jordan Silver on April 19, 2013 at 9.48 p.m. <laughs> when Jordan was front row at a Red concert in Atlanta, Georgia, this tiny moment in history would spark Jordan's obsession slash appreciation of Taylor Swift. Good Back God. to the actual story. But Jack hey. was absolutely still when she pointed. Like all the other people, Rose's heart sunk. No, this couldn't happen. Jack couldn't die. And if he did die right there, frozen in the water like that, did he also poop himself? Because <laughs> your sphincter relaxes itself when you die, and most people poop themselves. But since he was frozen, was that even possible? Did the poop inside him just freeze, or did he, you know, poop his poor person overalls? A tear rolled down her cheek in real life. No! No! This can't happen! This can't be possible! Rose! Rose, what's wrong? Um, Tell me what's wrong! Um, is she still totally naked at this point, or has she got the robe on yet? Rose opened her eyes Thank you. <laughs> and saw that she was back in her suite with Jack. She kept sobbing. Rose, tell me what's wrong. In hysterics, totally naked with her boobs flapping in the wind, <laughs> ah, Rose okay. walked over the couch and sat down. She didn't say a word. <laughs> Rose, there's something wrong. I know it. You just did the same thing you did at dinner <laughs> last night. One second you're here, and the next you're spewing green liquid like the exorcist which wouldn't exist for another 70-something years. <laughs> Jack, if I told you, you would think that I'm insane. You're really hot, Rose. <laughs> and really hot girls are always insane. I wrote now, that, too. <laughs> tell me what's going on. J Jack, I've been having these, um, these visions. See? Hot girls are always crazy. Okay. And what have you been seeing in these visions, Rose? Well, the first time I had a flash was when you were saving me from jumping, and I saw the Titanic sinking, and, and then the second time I had a flash... No, uh, Rose, you just had bad gas. You know you shouldn't eat the oyster. You're right. My doctor told me to avoid them at all costs, but they're so damn good. Rose leans over on one cheek and lets a tiny toot slip God. out. Um, okay, now about these visions, what did you see? I saw what looked like the Titanic. 
had gone completely under, and there were people floating in the ocean, and most of them were frozen. Let it go. <laughs> Jack slaps Rose. Even though this happened a hundred years before that stupid movie came out, and a hundred years before that stupid song was written, he still hates it. <laughs> uh, Jack, my last vision. I saw you, but you, you, you were dead. Damn, Rose. Couldn't you, like, have eased me into that or anything? Rose burst out into tears and grabbed Jack. Rose, it's all right. Rose, Rose, it'll be okay. We can find a way to fix this. How are we going to fix this? In about two minutes, the Titanic is going to hit a giant iceberg that's going to tear the ship apart. You look good, Jack, but you're dumb. We cannot stop that from happening. Jack's mind was racing now. He knew that Rose wasn't lying about this. He was terrified, but if he acted scared, it would just make Rose even more frightened. Ironically, this whole we're going to die soon thing really started to turn Jack on. Jack held on to Rose as they sat on the living room couch. Unfortunately, he held her a little too tight oh, and God. another one of the oyster toots came out. <laughs> Dude, that's the end. Oh, God. Thank okay. God. <laughs> I, have, I have another note from the author that reads, that's it, guys. I'm not grounded anymore, so I'm going to go out and kiss boys in real life and not just write about them in fan fiction. You losers need to go outside and get a real life. Okay, thanks. Bye. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. Okay, so we had our fun this morning, but it is time to get serious very, very, very soon. We have Representative Sharice Davids calling in in about 20 minutes. Um, she's in quarantine because she was in contact with someone who tested positive for coronavirus. She's in quarantine until March 26th. Um, she's going to give us a call and uh, just kind of give us accurate information about what's going on, and hopefully some reassurance, give us some hope through all of this. Uh, but we have been sitting here trying to put together some questions that we want to know because, at least to me, this is going to be the top person who's an authority to ask on any of this stuff. Now, I can't promise that she'll have the answers to all of them because we haven't talked about what we can talk about yet, but always better to have questions than not to. So, BuzzFam, if you have any questions about this coronavirus, about um, a possible lockdown, and uh, ask Sharice Davids what she knows about it. Again, don't know how much information she has. Stream Jordan Silver and Friends 6 to 9 on the Radio.com app. All right, it is Jordan Silver and Friends, and we are joined by Representative Sharice Davids. Are you there? Good morning. I'm doing, I'm doing well. I'm, get, I'm doing a lot of work just from home. Is it so easy now? Do you even really need to go to Washington? <laughs> Um, there are a lot of, there are a lot of things that feel kind of different, but ease is not one of them. Got it. Got it. Well, um, we heard that you are uh, in quarantine until March 26th because you came in contact with somebody. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I was in, I was in close proximity. Uh, We were basically sitting right next to each other. Mm. Um, but I, as the attending physician of Congress. Uh, like Congress has a physician in the in the building, mm-hmm. and uh, after I learned that my my colleague had recently tested positive for uh, COVID nineteen, and I just asked him basically, you know, here are the here are the two days, the most recent times that I came into contact with him. Mm-hmm. Um, or actually, we didn't have physical contact, but he, the attending physician, basically said that. Um, with the timing 
uh, he would he would recommend self quarantine, and that that's what the public health uh, officials and the CDC are saying is recommended. Uh, and so, out of I mean, the actual risk with the number of days that passed between when he tested positive and and that sort of thing were pretty made me in a lower risk of actually contracting it. But okay, good. Uh, because that's what the that's what's recommended. Uh, by the physician and, and by the public health officials, I want to make sure that I'm following the guidelines that they're setting out because, you know, each one of us is going to have a role to play in, in reducing the spread uh, of the virus and the speed with which it spreads. So. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm really excited for you to give us a call and, like, chat with us about some of this stuff because there's so much information out there. It seems that everybody has heard something. Everybody's mom has a friend that's a source in Washington now. Right. You know, so um, yeah. I'm glad to talk to somebody. I who... mean, I do have a lot of friends who are moms. <laughs> right. And you might know a source or two in Washington. Um, but as far as the information that people are hearing, are there certain sources that are better than others that people should be uh, checking out for their news? People are going to think that I planted this question. Um, no. Well, first of all, our office our office is uh, staying in close contact with local and state public health officials, uh, and we put up a website on, uh, or I guess a page on our website, david.house.gov/coronavirus, and we're keeping that up to date with information uh, about the uh, CDC guidelines. In fact, there's a, a link there to the CDC. There's a link there to get to um, the state and local public health websites. Uh, we're also going to be updating that with information for, like, small businesses and, and that sort of thing. Uh, and then, of course, people should definitely look at the CDC website for mm-hmm. information about... Uh, recommendations and that sort of thing. Um, I think I, I think one of the things that people are one of the reasons that people feel anxiety right now is um, uh, what feels like a very quickly changing um, circumstances and also information. And so mm-hmm. uh, we're trying to keep our website up to date as much as possible to help alleviate some of that. Perfect. What are some of the things that you're hearing that are just absolutely not true? And can you even, like, speak on any of those? Yeah, it's not true that if you're young, you don't need to worry about this. Right. Um, if, if you're young, it's, you're in a lower risk of having severe uh, or severe reaction. But uh, you still can you, you still can contract it and then also... Um, if you if you have it, you, there's a chance you're running the risk of um, uh, of other people getting it from you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there has been some misconception about you know people in their 20s feeling like oh it's fine I'm going to be fine, and it 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 is actually it's, a, it's likely that you, that you will be. But the the problem is you you have to make sure that the people around you are fine as well. I mean I think. When I say that we all have a role to play in this, we we all have a role to play in making sure that we're not, um, you know, making we, – we need to worry about our parents, our grandparents, our colleagues and coworkers. Um, so I think that that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions that I've been seeing is that, um, is that it's, it's less, maybe less 
um, serious. We don't need to panic, but we definitely need to take it seriously. So the, it's the panic thing right there is kind of what a lot of people did as far as buying up everything. Uh, do you have... Oh, yeah. We also... Nobody needs to buy a year's worth of toilet paper. Thank you. I love the meme. I love the meme that says, uh, if you needed a year's worth of toilet paper, you probably needed to go to the doctor way before the coronavirus. So <laughs> it's the truth. Um, okay. So, yeah, as far as... I, I think I'm missing out on all the good memes. Oh, I'll send them to you. Don't worry about it. I got, I'll, okay. I got it for you. Okay. You, can, you can do uh, davids.house.gov slash coronavirus memes. Here we go. We'll throw two pages on there. Um, okay, so as far as how long this is going to be lasting, I know that nobody can really predict that. Do you have any information as of today of any timelines? So I haven't. The so no, I, I I'll say I one I I don't want to. I don't even actually uh, think it would probably be a good idea for me to speculate on timelines okay. because. Uh, because of the quickly changing nature of this. Mm -hmm. One thing I will say about the timeline, though, is that the timeline of how uh, how long we'll be, you know, needing to practice the social distancing mm -hmm. and um, kind of isolating ourselves, um, that, that timeline will be shortened if more of us do it right now. Okay. Um, if more of us practice social distancing, if we're, um, a bit more cognizant about uh, figuring out ways to limit our interactions um, with our interactions with people in person. Mm -hmm. You know, one of the things we've been doing a lot, I, our office switched to virtual um, at the uh, beginning of, of this week. Okay. And, um, you know, I, we, we have the kind of work where we can do that. Uh, I know there are a lot of people out there. Part of the reason that people are feeling stress and anxiety right now is because um, they're, pretty much all of us, our lives have changed some more significantly than others, like are literally just our day-to-day, -day, what we do. Mm -hmm. And that's a big shock to the system. You know, I think that uh, people, humans don't necessarily like change that much. And even the ones who do, uh, to have the things that you feel are the most um uh, your comfort zone uh, is a lot of us is completely changed, and so I think that uh, I think figuring out ways to feel still feel connected to people by using, you know, FaceTime or uh, Google Hangouts or you know all the different things that are out there, uh, we're we're trying to figure that out too. And so I think you know we we have to recognize that this is going to be a time where we um, we're, we're all doing this together, but. Uh, we're just doing it in separate rooms. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, do you happen to have uh, any information for the unemployed? If people are getting let go left and right, do you have any advice for them what they should be doing right now? So for the folks in Kansas, you know, um, the Department of Labor, the Kansas Department of Labor has, if you go to their website, it literally, they've tried to make it as user-friendly as possible. When you go to the website, it literally says um, in big letters, like, file for unemployment here. Okay. Um, one of the things I will say, just in case there are folks who are on the line, because unfortunately we're seeing a lot of um, businesses that are, uh, I mean, I've talked, to, I've talked to so many business owners, um, especially small business owners who are 
you know, they're like, I have 19 people who work for me, and I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to keep the doors open. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so one of the things that's uh, happening, so I'll tell you about two things that are happening. One is um, the Kansas Department of Labor is encouraging employers that if, if they know um, that they're going to be, uh, you know, having to uh, let let folks go. There's a there's a way that they can file, um, help employees file by um, spreadsheet, basically. Okay. Um, and so I would encourage folks to reach out to the Department of Labor to ask them about that. Um, and then, and we've got information on our on our webpage about that, about the Department of Labor. And then the second thing I would say is um, this is really where the work that we're doing in Congress is. Um, is is going to uh, play a role in all of this. Our uh, two bills that we passed recently, so one of them had uh, provisions for paid sick leave um, so that the, the employees who really don't have access to paid, to paid sick leave mm-hmm. um, and emergency leave are, uh, are, are covered in that bill. Um, you know, and like every massive bill it's it's not going to cover everything and it's not uh perfect but but there's provisions for that there's provisions for for food assistance because there's going to be a lot of people who um who are going to need food assistance and i know our our schools are trying to figure out the logistics of getting um our kids who who are on uh, uh free and reduced lunch um making sure that we've got that we've got additional uh resources there for that and um making sure really just we're trying to make sure that that there's those backstops and then the next thing we're going to be working on is is a stimulus um i'm calling it a stimulus because uh you know i think we're we're definitely going to feel this in our economy absolutely but the first thing we need to be the very first thing we need to be thinking about is our public health um because um that's going to that that like you said earlier that people are wondering about the timeline um, our public health is is going to be that's going to determine when we're able to start working on the economic stimulus in terms of you know our everyday lives. Mm-hmm. The Congress is working on a package right now, and I'm particularly I want to make sure that we are and I, in all the calls that I've been doing with my colleagues, I'm trying to make sure that we're focusing on helping you know the pe- the people who are impacted and our and especially our small businesses mm-hmm. i mean the kansas city metro area has um we have a really strong small business uh community and just like an entrepreneurial ecosystem here that we really need to make sure is, is being supported absolutely that that's awesome you answered like eight of my questions yeah. in in one i appreciate oh, that well because i was talking for 12 minutes <laughs> oh no no are you kidding me this is everybody's sitting here with bated breath with everything uh that you're telling us so i do have to ask you this question i'm not sure if you have the answer to it or even can can even speak to it but is it possible that we could have a full lockdown so i'm not so one of one of the things i i feel like um, will help make sure that that doesn't happen mm-hmm. is really is I almost sound like a broken record I'm sure is for us to practice mm-hmm. the social distancing right now for us to make sure that we're um, doing everything we can to slow this down right now mm-hmm. um, because uh, I have not heard that uh, in the meetings that I'm in 
um, as being on the table in this very moment. Mm -hmm. What I what I do know is that when you look around the country and you see the places um, where you're, you know, when you look at beaches and you see a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. on the beach, and then a few days later you see in Florida they're starting to really um, implement implement more extreme measures. It's because people were, you know, are are living their daily lives in the same way they had been. And just for right now, that's just not what, like, what we need to be doing is, is thinking about um, our, our collective community and the ways that we make sure that we're keeping each other safe. And that's, you know, social, social distancing. Don't, you know, don't be some, I had a couple of uh, friends drop some stuff. Uh, they stood uh, far down the driveway <laughs> <laughs> yesterday. For a few minutes, and we kind of, you know, talked very loudly at each other. Six feet apart, um, yep, at least. Yeah, yeah. And, and uh, you know, I mean, they dropped off some, some coffee for me to make sure that there was enough coffee in the house. And, um, I mean, I'm not, I said don't buy a year's worth of toilet paper, but I am the type of person that would advocate to buy uh, six months worth of coffee. Okay. Well, of course. Um, I mean, you, but you... that's just because I drink a lot of coffee. Okay. Uh, so, I, I, in all seriousness, no, though, I do think that um, folks should should definitely, you know, take this seriously and let's think about our neighbors and loved ones and colleagues and friends um, and just try to figure out ways to really reduce down the amount of um, uh, face-to-face interactions we're having for right now because that's going to be what helps slow this down. Perfect. Perfect. And um, in all of this, as far as reassurance and hope, um, do you see a bright spot in all of this? Are you, you know, to me, what I've experienced and what I've seen, of course, I have seen the people in Florida that are, you know, being so dumb and doing everything that they should not be doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think I I think it's important for uh, I think it's important for the for us, uh, especially as elected officials and then. People who are who are leaders and and have a voice and a platform to just make sure that people recognize that it's serious. We don't need to panic, but it is. You know, I mean, this is a it's um, we're literally it's classified as a pandemic, mm-hmm. and that means that we need to be taking it seriously and exercising precautions. Um, I mean, the I don't know what you were going to say, but the thing that I have felt really hopeful about is. Um, the number, so I get the chance to talk to so many people every day. Now I'm doing it with video conferencing and and phone calls. Mm -hmm. But one of the things I will say is that there are so many people who are, um, stepping up in so many ways. Uh, I mean, first of all, our, our doctors, um, nurses and other public health professionals, Mm -hmm. um, our mental and behavioral health specialists, like we've got a lot of people who are stepping up. And, um, and and just, you know, working around the clock to help make sure that our communities are safe. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's pretty powerful and, and pretty inspiring. And then the, the second thing I would say is we're also seeing, like, so many people are trying to figure out, like, there's so much, ingenu- like, ingenuity and innovativeness happening with our, um, I mean, our schools are trying to figure out ways to make sure our kids are still getting, um, uh, still getting meals. Uh, we've got people who are 
uh, reaching out and, and sending support to food pantries. And uh, I just, I think that, I think that in time, in times like this where, where a lot of people feel uncertain, mm-hmm. we also, uh, the number of conversations I have where people are like, actually, like I can work remotely and I feel okay, but the, but what I want to know from you is how can I help the people who um, don't have sick leave, who don't have, and right, yeah. it, when those are the first questions that get brought up, I think that's pretty uh, amazing and it says a lot about, a lot about our community. That was that was basically the, what I was going to say as well, you know, as far as people's personal responsibilities and the fact that there isn't a lockdown yet, but people knew that it was their duty to do this. And a lot of people took it very seriously and are practicing it um, just as far as hope, you know, and um, just the fact that people are taking this seriously. It's just it's amazing. Yeah, I think it's pretty I think it's. I think it's pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. All right. I have one last question for you. Um, it might as well be a fun one because, you know, we got to oh, keep good. spirits I up. Love when we, I, love our, I love our fun questions. So. <laughs> have you? I think I told you this last time. Am I, one, of, one of my favorite things to do is to, is to come on your show. Hey, anytime you want. Anytime you want. We can do it by the phone right now. But, yes, please, anytime. And, uh, yeah, if you have any updates or anything you want to keep calling in, maybe every week or whatever, it would be great just to, you know, be able to hear something from a source that we know and that we trust and, you know, is is you. I'm with you. <laughs> uh, but my silly question is, now that everybody is in quarantine, they are figuring out different, like, funny skills or they're picking up, like, their guitars and stuff that have been in the closet for, like, years. Have you gotten to the point where uh, you have found, like, a funny skill or something like that, something that you're working on, something that you're binging? Uh, what are you doing to kill the time when you're not, you know, running the country? So I can answer that in a couple of different ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, so I don't know. The day does seem to go by very it's our days right now, I don't know if it's like it's for um, you all or, or the folks who are listening, but in some ways I, the day feels like it goes by really quickly because, um, you know, it's just so many meetings and, and that sort of thing. And when you're trying to figure stuff out very quickly, you know, next thing you know, it's 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Um, I I am a sci-fi person, which I think I've told you before. Yes. Yep. Um, so... In the evenings, I've been watching uh, Picard. Okay. Uh, I, I, I finished, and I've been staying, okay, I'm going to be honest. Please. I've been staying up a little bit later than I should. Um, I also, I, I caught, I'm all caught up on um, Discovery. Okay, yeah. Um, which is another Star Trek show. <laughs> and um, we just started watching Designated Survivor. Oh, okay. Have you made it to um, Love is Blind on Netflix yet? Have you even heard about that show? I haven't. I haven't seen. I haven't. Like, I haven't seen anything about that show. I have heard of it. Right. Um, and only because I walked out. I walked into the. So in the DC office, uh, my office is on one side, and we've got a. Um, a, a section where you know the when folks come in and there's a place for everybody to sit you'll have to come visit our dc office oh, and then yes. there's another office 
where the um, legislative and con- uh, communication staff sit. And I, I think I walked in there, uh, I don't know, maybe a week and a half ago or a week ago, and they were saying that uh, no one could, that the people who were on that show couldn't, like, post on social media for over a year because oh, nobody yeah. knew what happened. Yep, yep, because and they felt so I was. Yep. Yeah, so obviously I was intrigued. I was like, who couldn't post for a year and a half because they because they were keeping it a secret? Mm-hmm. And then they tried to tell me, and I was like, okay. I'm, I guess I'm like, I'm so out of the loop. Don't worry. I feel like... So is that, are you recommending that be on my No, list? no, I am not. I am not. Actually, I've had, no, to, no. <laughs> I've had to issue an apology to the city because I was talking about it, and then people watched it, and they hated it because it was awful. But uh, ironically, oh. the beginning of the show starts where they're in quarantine, so... You know, oh, kind of fitting right now. Okay, but uh, Representative Dids, um, thank you so much for calling in and, and you know being a bright spot in all of this because I definitely feel better chatting with you. And uh, we're going to put all this information and your links as well on the podcast in the info section okay. so people can check it out. Well, I I appreciate it, and I also appreciate that you didn't ask me about whether or not I was thinking about getting a puppy. Breaking news. Breaking news. Good breaking news. Can you give us that Well, I don't know. Oh, come on. No. Well, I do. I will say that um, the reason that it even came up is because there are a number of, um, uh, I think, Unleashed mm-hmm. and Casey Peck Project and maybe the Humane Society um, have, my understanding is that there are a lot of, uh, they're running into issues mm-hmm. for, you know, all the all our, all our little animals are trying to help take care of. That's right. Yeah. And so maybe you might get one. Maybe you don't know. But at least Casey Pet Project and Unleashed are some places that you may be, like, yeah. scrolling on your phone looking at photos. Yeah, and the Humane Society. So if, if, if my team calls you and says that uh, we have an exclusive, it might be that. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Anything. Okay. <laughs> I'm excited to maybe, maybe not see this puppy. But thank you so much for coming on, Representative Davids. I know you're super busy you. with everything. And, and thanks uh, for getting, thanks for getting uh, information out there and keeping people uh, entertained. Oh, uh, and a lot of folks are at home. You were probably too busy to hear us reading Titanic fan fiction a little bit ago, huh? <laughs> I'll send you the link. <laughs> I'll listen to the podcast. That's my girl. Thank you so much, Representative Davids. Appreciate everything. Talk to you soon. Bye. Jordan Silver and Friends on the bus. All right, guys. It's going to be a lonely weekend, but that is okay. That is fine. So nothing different than you. Shut up, Stacey. You're normal, guys, right? (laughs) Damn, you almost, you had to get that in at the last second, huh? did. You know what? It's going to be fine because I remembered that I had a cat translator. Oh, yeah. And so since it's just me and my cat, I'm going to record him and we're going to have some conversations and play that Next week for the show. Also, we're going to do something called Buzz Jeopardy. Ooh. Chris, I feel mm. like we really need to kick you into gear with knowing about the music that we have here. Okay. And Stacy, mm, you just crack under pressure. So I thought it'd be fun to pitch you guys against each other uh, with Buzz Jeopardy. Oh, boy. And, of course, the Buzz family can play along with that as well. Um, we're working on something called Quarantine, the reality show. Oh, this which, is going to be fun. Yikes. It's going to come to you every day at a certain time. I haven't figured that out yet, um, but that's going to be great. And um, 
a lot more other stuff that we're doing next week just to keep you in high spirits. Keep people entertained a little bit. Yeah. Get, a little escape from everything going on. Mm-hmm. Get through this because we're going to get through this. We just all have to practice social distancing, says Sharice Davids, slash everybody. Just do it. <laughs> Um, a couple other things that we got from just talking to Representative Sharice Davids a minute ago. Don't panic, but take it seriously. Yes. Stop hoarding. Seriously. Toilet paper. I'm, I'm like Scott at home. <laughs> this is hell. <laughs> <laughs> at the moment, we have no information about any full lockdown. If you've heard anything about that, we. she has not heard anything about that. Anything else you guys remember? Um, if you are finding yourself unemployed or think that that's a possibility, the Kansas Department of Labor, right on their website. As soon as you click on it, the very first thing you'll see is applying for unemployment benefits. Yeah, so. And for employers, if you scroll down a little bit more, it says um, apply for unemployment or something, apply by spreadsheet. That's also on there. Very, very easy to navigate that website. Even you could do it. Even I could do it. I was surprised. Whoa. You guys. <laughs> Whoa. Very easy. So I have a feeling we will be back on Monday because Kansas City needs us entertainment. And guess what, BuzzFam? Sorry, that's us. Yeah. That's us in the morning. But we are going to get through this together, and it's going to be fun. Um, if you would like to listen to today's show back again. <laughs> there has been a lot that happened today. I know. Like a lot. What, what was your favorite part, Jordan? Obviously talking to Sharice Davids and not... Feeling as scared as I was before I talked to Representative Sharice Davids. Mm, really Besides was. that, what what did you guys like? Fan fiction. No, oh, definitely the fan fiction. Me discovering that I can do a really good Jamaican accent. <laughs> I enjoyed the heated debate on which color is the best. Oh yeah, I, I won. You lost, Chris. I won best color, bitches. <laughs> Well, with that eloquent language, we are going to <laughs> stop the radio show and hand it over to Jeremy in just a couple seconds. But podcast is going to be at 965thebuzz.com slash podcast as soon as 923. All right. And we're going to have Sharice David's full interview in there as well. So you can listen to it and uh, you just kind of feel better about what is going on out there and just know what you need to do this weekend to get by and to help out everything. And also in the podcast, we'll have all the links that she mentioned on the show, Stacey, you want to say something eloquent again? If you need your Jordan Silver and Friends fix during the weekend, check out Jordan's Instagram at J-O-R-D-I-N Silver. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 